Hello and welcome back to Raw Rituals. This is your host, Ella, and I am so excited to get to chat with you all about this week. I know last week was pretty hectic, so hence why I was not posting. I personally took a little hiatus, went up north to the forest, and took a little break from social media and the pressures of the election, but I would love to show up for you guys and help you if you are personally going through anything right now. Um, I did ask my audience what you guys would like to hear about, and I did get a lot of requests about this new moon coming up as well. So, we are going to talk about some rituals you can do to help yourself be calm during this groundbreaking history election period. Um, you know, just kind of recap some positive wins we've seen so far, what we can all do to maintain our positive energy, our tarot card of the week, and um, again, just get into this new moon coming up. So I will jump right into the tarot card I pulled for this week. It is the Ace of Cups. Mm. I have to say this is my favorite card pull um, anytime I'm doing a reading for myself or others. So this brings me so much joy. Uh, this card symbolizes beginnings. You can think of relationships and love. So we are in that Scorpio season of deep emotion. And this week we are going to, um, I think, just feel a lot of key emotional events. I am sensing in the air a lot of fertility, pregnancies, birth, motherhood. Um, potentially, if we are not speaking in terms of pregnancy, uh, it can reveal that being a parent and or a partner potentially might be taking over your priority list this week. So you might have put your projects or finances on the back burner. I know myself, I have been feeling very... Mm, I'd like to say cuddly and rest worthy. I've been spending time with my loved ones as well. So in relationships, if you are in one, uh, this card may symbolize just that passion and sense of feeling in love, or you might be on the verge of a significant new partnership. So again, if you are in relationships this week, it seems like a very good time to be very supportive of one another and allow those positive emotions to flow. I'm seeing a lot of fertility again in the physical and emotional sense. So if you are not in a relationship, you might be nurturing some kind of project, it might be new, it may not, but I am seeing a lot of growth and creativity, again, speaking on that fertility. So make some time for activities you enjoy and you will most definitely see them flourish. I see a lot of enterprises uh, that are held near and dear coming to fruition. So if you do have a business concept or maybe you're planning some kind of travel, uh, or trips, this is a good time to give it your full attention this week. As we know, with the new moon, we do get that rebirth symbol. So I'd like you to maybe start drawing up those little dream boards, wish boards, vision boards. It is a great time, and this card is also showing us it is a great time for that spiritual growth. So you might find yourself discovering some kind of 
uh, just faith in your spirituality this week. It might also just be a good week to really dive deep and explore that side of you. Again, generally, this is a good time for love, you know, kindness, spending time with loved ones, good friends, and really just enjoying those simple day-to-day and appreciating every moment. We've been going through a lot, so I would encourage you all to relish in the moment of life, show gratitude to what you do have instead of focusing on what we don't, and yeah. I feel really good about this week. (laughs) I hope you all are enjoying it as much as I have been. Ah, Taking a deep breath because I know last week we all were holding in our breath and I do invite you to just, you know, (sighs) give me some good deep breaths. Take that deep breath in. Open tongue, deep breath out. Mmm feels good. Feel that life pumping through your veins. I really want to um, dive into some of those wins that we did see from our election last week and show gratitude and just allow our collective vibrations to raise. This is huge and important if, you know, you have had a certain candidate in mind that you wanted to win. Maybe they did win. Maybe they didn't win. I just want you to try to neutralize yourself and show gratitude and allow yourself to envision and feel the gratitude of the side that you believe will truly help us all, which is the good. Now, obviously the election may or may be over, but I still would like to give gratitude to democracy, to the fact that we all were able to come together and participate during a dark time. Now, we did see a huge leap for humankind. Uh, Mississippi did decide to replace their state flag that displayed the Confederate flag. This is huge. This is so emotional and so beautiful. This 126-year-old banner will finally be replaced, and I think that is a big win that we should all be celebrating. Now, Another huge thing, if you are a female, all four congresswomen held their seats in Congress and four more progressives joined them. Ugh, I don't know about you, but I feel the rise of the feminine and seeing it in politics and in the material world just gives me that affirmation that the work that all of us females are putting in is not going unnoticed. Jumping into the more frisky sides, we also saw cannabis legalized in all five states who voted. So Arizona, which is where I live, woo woo, New Jersey, Montana, South Dakota, and Mississippi all legalized cannabis. This is so huge. We also saw Oregon become the first state in our nation to decriminalize the possession of illegal drugs, and they did legalize mushrooms for mental health treatment. This is groundbreaking. When I went there a couple of years ago, I remember signing petitions to um, get these on the ballots, and I thought it was far off. I didn't realize how close to fruition that this new reality was going to be in front of us. I'm just, oh, I'm tongue twisted. I'm bewildered. I'm just like, wow. You know, I personally have used um, 
magic mushrooms for rituals and mental health treatment for anxiety and PTSD. So this is just so huge and I feel honored to be a part of this history in the making. Uh, we also saw a few other important things from this past election. So Florida raised their minimum wage to $15 an hour, which is amazing. Maury Turner is the first 27-year-old black queer progressive Muslim to be voted in the House state of Oklahoma. Wow. Oh, this brings me so much joy. We saw Sarah McBride become our nation's first transgender to serve as a state senator, which was in Delaware. We also saw Richie Torres and Monair Jones have actually made history as our first black gay men voted into Congress. Oh, so much positivity to soak up. So many wins, even if your candidate didn't win. You know, there is just so much to be grateful for. I would like to kind of talk about if your candidate did not win. So some things you can do is simply honor democracy and our flag. I know that this might sound simple. It might sound, you know, um, insensitive if you are very passionate about politics, but I do want to encourage you to remember to keep your vibrations high and avoid lowering them because this will lower your immune system, energy, and your power. It's so important to choose love. Now, again, this might sound simple, but the fact of the matter is whether this election turned out for the good of humanity or not, it is still each of our responsibilities to remain walking examples of the better future that we are nursing curating and voting for. Now, I really encourage you to not choose defeat nor fear. Re remain good to your neighbors and keep fighting the good fight. Love and good will always prevail as long as we choose to uphold its meaning and values. Through this election, we have seen the shadows of our society crawl out. So may we meet the damned, the weak, the fearful and the angry and confused with education, knowledge, and love. If your candidate did win, I do encourage you to, again, show empathy, shake the hands of the other side, and truly walk side by side with them. This was not against human versus human. This is about the betterment of all of us. Now, we can all only do so much educating, we can all only do so much research, and I believe people voted for so many different reasons. Now, if you even went out and voted, that is what we are giving gratitude to. Myself, personally, this was my first time voting, and I felt so empowered, I felt so invigorated and refreshed, and like I finally marked a rite of passage, if you will, because I was always so timid and thought that my vote didn't matter, and honestly, just the act of voting itself is a privilege. So I just want you guys to sit down, find a private or quiet spot, and just take a moment with me. This has been a lot for all of us this entire year, but this was the main event that we led up to. So I want to honor you and give you the permission, not that you need it from me, but the permission to take a break and take a few deep breaths. So. Whenever you're ready, we are going to do that together. So now, please take a deep breath in. 
and out. Deep breath in and out. Again, deep breath in. Deep breath out. Now, imagine yourself the ball of energy that you are. Align that with allowing yourself to vibrate and glow in a beautiful white sparkly light. Let that color lift you from the tips of your toes up through your root chakra, connecting to your solar plexus all the way to your heart chakra, throat, into your third eye and up through your crown. Now that you can see yourself in your true nature, allow yourself to feel the love and gratitude we are speaking of. Let us not forget our ancestors who fought to allow many of us to vote and be able to vote as who we are today. Let us not forget the true meaning of America and democracy. Let us feel the gratitude of not which candidate won, but the gratitude that comes with knowing good will prevail and we will continue to see miracles and growth. Allow your vibrations to get warmer and warmer as you see yourself celebrating with family members and feel a sense of relief that 2020 is coming to close. Together, let's envision our brothers and sisters of color, our LGBTQ community, our melting pot of religions, practices, and every single individual who is human coming together to celebrate our oneness as a species. Celebrating our differences and all of our rights to the pursuit of life, liberty, freedom, and happiness. I felt that in my bones. I needed that, and I know some of you did too. It's been hard, and it's been long, and it's been a fight, but you made it, and you survived. You thrived in 2020, regardless of the losses and the griefs or the L's that you took. You rose like a phoenix, and that is what I encourage you all to do. Do not forget that you survived 2020. Now, I really would like to just kind of lead into this new moon coming up on the 15th in Scorpio. I feel as though this message kind of truly, truly bridges the understanding of what we all just went through last week. So, you know, I want to remind you guys we all chose to come to this planet and one of the best blessings or privileges we receive as human beings is the capability of feelings, the possibility of mastering your emotions. Now, we come into these bodies for a human journey in order to experience the wide variety of emotions that are possible. 
It is through these emotions that art is created, that truths are spoken, that they are revealed, and that true awakenings for our souls are possible. Love can bloom through these emotions. Now, the dark night of the Scorpio new moon, I believe that we will be guided to sit with ourselves and all of our emotions. I personally have my moon in Scorpio, so I have been an emotional little butterfly. <laughs> I have felt called to rest, I felt called to solitude, and I felt called to challenge myself. Shadow work is never easy, and shadow work has misconceptions. Being a true spiritual being is not all love and light. Being a spiritual being means you are willing to wake up every day and be guided to allow your deepest fears, your loves, your hopes and dreams to rise up from that pit of our belly up and out into new spaces of awareness on the daily. I truly believe it is our duty to sit with our thoughts and feelings as they arise from a place of non-judgment my favorite exercise when I get upset is to sit after the emotions have risen, to sit with it and honor it, acknowledge it, and tell it that it's okay. Repressing feelings is how we get blockages in our chakras. Repressing feelings is how we feel more pain than pleasure. It's our job to recognize that we are not our feelings nor our thoughts. We are simply experiencing them. Remember, if you are angry, you are not an angry person. If you are disappointed, you are not a disappointed person. If you have a bad, sad day, you are not a sad person. You are simply a human being experiencing emotions. Now, I just want you to sit with that and lean into that melt into that idea just a bit longer. You are not your emotions. You are simply a human experiencing them. Your thoughts, your emotions, your story, these are not who you are. They are simply the cloak that you wear. And you travel from place to place on this long journey called human life. <sighs> that really really is something that I feel needed to be said and I think a lot of us are having a hard time controlling our emotions. As we know, Mercury retrograde ended just about the day of our election so communication was so haywire and that's probably why we saw the election take days to come to a finale. Now, Sometimes we have to do something that we don't want to do. Sometimes we get to do things we want to do. But the point of being a human is to be present. Allow yourself to feel. It's okay to get up in the morning and do something if you didn't want to do it. And it's okay to get up in the morning excited to do something and then disappointed while you do it. Now, again... As we enter the dark depths of those Scorpios, murkiest, deep, deep waters, it may not feel comfortable 
but it is indeed necessary. Sometimes we have to do what is uncomfortable. And again, sometimes we have to face whatever is lurking within the shadows of our own fears and doubts. If you've listened to me before, you've heard me say, I believe 2020 was revealing the shadows in all areas from our inner worlds to the big collective outer world. When we go into these shadows, we gain so much. When you enter your depths, when you go into those dark, deep places, I believe that there is a lot of death and rebirth. We truly die and are reborn so many times on this life journey, so just allow this new moon to show you the way through your own metamorphosis. Give yourself permission to remember just how far you truly have come and who you've become. Allow it to give you hope for opportunities that will come in 2021. Again, this new moon will carry some deep, deep energy, and for some it may be sobering, but just know that there will be a silver lining in all things that you come to recognize. It shines rays of hope and positivity our way. I encourage you to hold the sunshine within your heart and to remember that there's always a bigger, bigger, and higher plan unfolding. This is what this new moon is asking of you. To transform. Now, since we just finished up with an election, it is curious to see what kind of transformation personally and collectively we will experience. Again, this is such a pivotal time of our year, just days after a history-altering election when global tensions are at an all-high. I believe this black, dark night will serve as a blank canvas on which to draw our wildest and truest dreams. Remember to leave things behind. When I say leave things behind, I mean what no longer serves you when it comes to relationships, careers, finances, material things, and relationships of the spiritual and energetic level. Now, this can simply mean you having an addiction of some kind, a demon of some kind, or an entity that has not served you any longer. It's very easy to recognize your own shadow self when you sit long enough in silence. And many of us have had to do that this year. Many of us were in quarantine, lost our jobs, or our jobs closed or businesses closed. Don't tell yourself that you don't know what you need to let go of or what you need to loosen or what needs to shake and fall off because you know it has attempted to if it hasn't already fallen off you might have seen it break into pieces and you've simply left it on the ground and not had the courage to sweep it up so again use this pivotal dark moon phase just to simply surrender you can't reach a new beginning until you surrender the past if during this time you need quiet, you need rest, you need space, allow yourself the time to do that. Take a bath, read a book, do some dream journaling, truly get to know yourself during this moment of surrender and see what you will leave behind and who you will become. 
If you feel called to get deeper into this new moon or have any more questions about rituals that you can do, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Raw Aesthetics Co. I personally will be taking the time this weekend to just truly figure out what 2021 has in store for me, allow myself the rest, and dream of a happy, bright new future. Namaste and have a beautiful week, friends.